The Claims Clinic Podcast is brought to you by Twin Ravens Audio, providing audio editing, recording, and restoration for all your podcasting needs. Visit our website at www.twinravensaudio.com for more information. Welcome to the Claim Clinic. Have a seat here and tell me what brings you in today. Is your adjuster acting up again? Oh, it sounds like you might have some serious grain depression. Don't worry, the doctor will see you now. Thank you, Nurse Natalie. And thank you for coming to the Claim Clinic. This is Andy McCabe. I am your Claim Doctor. As always, I'm bringing you the wisdom and knowledge from the legends of the restoration industry. This week, I'd like to gauge how much you guys like the show. If you like what you're hearing, you want to hear more, you want me to keep going after the next episode, I want to send me the tweet right now to at the claim doctor or go to the Facebook page, The Claim Clinic, and give me a like. Those tweets and likes will gauge how much interest there is out there in the show and how much more I should keep going on. Otherwise, let's get right to it. This week in the studio, I had the distinct pleasure of having Mr. Jerry Colosimo sitting down with me talking shop, because we both do independent estimating and Xactimate. It was great to have him on the show, and if you guys like what you're hearing, why don't you go over to bidrightconsulting.com and give him some love. That's bidrite, consulting.com. All right, let's get right to it. All right, welcome to the Claim Clinic. This is Andy McCabe, your claim doctor. I have with me in person, actually, for the first time in the podcast, Mr. Jerry Colosimo with Bidright Consulting. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing great. How are you, Andy? Doing great. Thanks for coming in. I am in Medina, Ohio today, and uh, it's great. It's uh, great weather today compared to Oregon right now. We've got rain when I left there on Monday Jerry has been in the restoration industry for over 20 years, and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I started out actually as a uh, painter, and I got a job working for a restoration company, and they kind of uh, saw some things in me that maybe I didn't see in myself at the time I was young, and they wanted to start me out as a production manager. And then after a few years of that, they said, hey, I want you to be an estimator. I said I can estimate painting, but that's about it. But they threw me out there. I learned and uh, been an estimator ever since. Hey, I think we all faked our way through until we made it. Ask a lot of questions. Ask a lot of questions. No dumb question. The only dumb question is the one you don't ask, right? Exactly. Good. Well, Jerry, you, I'm excited to talk to you because you and I both seem to have stumbled upon this thing called independent estimating. Yeah, somewhere along the line, we both said, well, if I can write estimates and exactimate for my employer, what is stopping me from writing estimates for other people out and beyond? And and I th- we both chuckle when we, when we say it that we thought we came up with the <laughs> idea, right? Yeah, I thought I was genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, as it turns out, with any great idea, it's, it's harder to implement than, uh, than it seems from the outside, but it's still... A viable thing. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people, especially with the podcast, and more and more people are saying, "Wow, that that's a thing. I don't have to hire a full time estimator, uh, to, and I still get high quality Xactimate sheets written." So, why don't you tell me 
what I already know, but maybe the audience doesn't know. Tell me why someone would choose to go with an independent estimator for Xactimate uh, versus an in-house guy. Well, as my website says, you know, the industry has a lot of ebbs and flows. There could be times when you're very slow and there's times when you're very busy. And in my experience, when I worked for another company, when we get busy, the first thing the owner would want to do is hire some people. Mm. So we'd hire an estimator, hire some field people. And the problem is, is that when it gets slow, there's nothing for these people to do. Well, after a few companies that I worked for, I decided to maybe give a restoration company the opportunity to use me as an estimator, as a 1099 estimator. And when it gets slow, I basically just go away and wait for the next opportunity. Right. They're paying me for what I do. Mm -hmm. They're not paying me for a car. They're not paying me for my hospitalization. They're not paying the overhead that most companies have, computer, taxes. Hmm. So I thought it was a great idea. Now, I will say that I think some companies are having a hard time getting their head around it right Mm. now. Yep, I would Uh, agree. One of the the concerns that was brought up to me was, what if you flip a job to one of your better uh, customers? Oh really? And I said, well, that would be, that would be career suicide. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. You know. So, and they understood that. Yeah. And it's just that I think that it's going to take time for companies to actually make the first step and see how it goes mm. and go from there. Yeah. Testing um, the water. You get a lot of guys testing the waters with one or two estimates. Yes, but my biggest success has been with mitigation companies. Okay. Serve pros, service masters. Uh, 1-800-Flooded, a lot of uh, companies like that because some of them don't have Xactimate. Mm. I have the opportunity to put their letterhead on on, and their company information into Xactimate Mm -hmm. if they don't have Xactimate. And they get a professional estimate. And a lot of things that Xactimate allows that maybe they don't think of that the insurance company already knows is going to be there on the estimate. Mm Mm-hmm they can make themselves a couple more bucks and a couple more points on their profit margin. Nice. Now, you and I are both offering a service. Uh, I don't think that's a, a – it's a shameless plug. Okay. But <laughs> we're both offering uh, offering a service that some other companies in the estimating space don't offer, and that is an on-site scope takeoff. Is that yes, correct? Yes. I go on – when I get an assignment, I go to the property. I – represent the company that I, that has hired me. Um, a lot of companies have given me cards um, so they could contact me mm. or the office um, if they have a question yep. up front. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing it with my own eyes. And I, it's very hard for somebody like me to envision somebody writing an estimate off of notes and pictures. It's tough. I think there's a lot of things you could miss. Yeah. And I just think that it's better to have somebody on the you know on the ground looking at it, and I think that that's why it's you know more regional than the national. But I mean, I would love for the opportunity to travel to say Florida during a during a hurricane, sure, you know, and and take care of uh, 
you know, but I'm working for the contractor. I'm trying to get his profits up the most they can. I'm trying to be as thorough as I can. I'm not working for the insurance company. I'm working for the contractor. Yeah. And that goes to the overflow piece. Mm-hmm. If someone has a client, uh, yeah, maybe it's a program or, or a big commercial client that things are so busy they can't properly get to them. This type of service gives people an outlet to still service their customer in a quality way uh, and not drop the ball and, and pick up on the opportunities. Exactly. And a lot, a lot with the, you know, with the programs, you get an assignment sent to you. So me, myself, I can't get my hands on that price list, mm-hmm. but I will go to their office and actually do, actually do the estimate on their computer if, if it is a program loss. Yeah, I've done that too. If it's not a program loss, I just basically put it in a file called ESX that I can email to the, to the contractor mm-hmm. and he can actually input into his Xactimate make his changes if he likes, put yep. his let, put his own letterhead on, and uh, and go from there. So yeah. I've seen a lot of times where a guy just needs that initial estimate written, and then he takes care of his supplements from there, mm-hmm. which is perfect. It's, mm-hmm. it's a win-win. Uh, so what guys get is a no Xactimate fee. You know, they don't exactly. have to pay for another license, uh, no salary, no car, no benefits, you know, zero overhead, but you still get the quality product. Mm-hmm. That's great. Where do you see this going? This is new. It still is new. We've been doing it for three years, but it's very new on the national level. Do you see this this type of service expanding nationally? Yes, I do. Um, I would like to see it more regionally than nationally. Um, I think when you get a large national company doing what we do, the costs are going to be up. Mm. Um, I, I, I personally like the idea of working with people that are in your area mm-hmm. or within an area of where you live. And you can really develop a, a, a relationship with. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be a lot of companies hopefully doing this because I think a lot of restoration companies is definitely using it. And I don't want people to lose their jobs. I mean, if you have no. an estimator that's doing a great job for you, then you keep them. Exactly. But when you get busy, you, you just want to just give it to somebody else. I mean, companies hire plumbers. They hire uh, subcontractor drywallers, painters, roofers. Why not an estimator? It's yep. the same concept. You're, I'm coming in there for a fee. You're paying me, and I go away. Yep. Good. Uh, yeah, I've, I work in Portland. I've got five T-shirts with somebody else's logo on it. Mm-hmm. I've got three ball caps with somebody else's logo on it. And that's fine because that's my client that day and they have a certain image to uphold and I'm going to go uphold that image and keep their level of service high and their quality high. And the, in the end, the adjuster and the client don't know any different. Exactly. And when, when, you're, when you're on a site for that contractor, my only goal is to give that contractor an accurate estimate to make their profit margin the best it can be. I'm not there for me just to write an estimate and get paid. Yeah. I'm looking at everything. I'm writing notes on the estimate of possibly unforeseen things. Um, if I'm detaching, resetting shoe molding, mm. I'm writing a note saying that shoe molding can break in, in the process. So I'm trying to give the adjuster as much information to where if something happens, the contractor's not left holding the bag. Hmm. 
Good. I like that. Thinking ahead. F9 notes yes. are our, our friends. <laughs> and it's amazing when it's noted and the adjuster has enough heads up about it, how many how many fights you avoided the tail end. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Don't surprise anybody. Don't surprise the adjuster. Uh, get it right the first time and get it detailed. Well, Jerry, how can how can people reach out and get a hold of you if they want to? Well, there's a couple ways. They can go on my website, which is bidright, and that's B-I-D-W-R-I-T-E, consulting.com. Uh, my uh, email is jerry at, that's J-E-R-R-Y, at bidrightconsulting.com. And my phone number is area code 440-596-9228. Perfect. Thanks, Jerry. So this is the Claim Clinic. Let's give a prescription. If you had somebody here just getting into the industry or maybe they've been in the industry a while trying to take their business to the next level, what can you prescribe to them today to help their business? Well, first of all, you have to do good work, and you have to you have to be accommodating to your customer. But to grow your company, you have to market. Mm. And word of mouth is nice, but you have to market. You have to get involved in organizations in the restoration business, in the uh, get involved in. Uh, Claim organizations. Mm, claim associations. Um, I know there's, I don't know if it's a national company or not, but there's a company in Cleveland, in Ohio, called BOMA, which is Business Owners and Managers Association. Oh, yeah. Yep. Where I was a member when I worked for another company, and I swear I was getting at least one sprinkler system leak a week. Yeah. So it's just really getting somebody who's personable, who's not afraid to go out there and, and build some relationships. Yeah. BOMA, Building Owners and Managers Association, mm-hmm. IFMA, uh, mm-hmm. International Facilities Facility. Managers. The, no. You get into the commercial losses, more sophisticated adjusters. You're not, this, you're, these are not $2,500 losses, um, but it does take time. You've Apart, got yeah, apartment associations. Yep. And if you hire a marketer, give that person some time. It's going to take six months mm. for somebody to build, unless they have already have a book of business, um, which if they are a good marketer, they probably have a non-compete with the company they're leaving. <laughs> but um, you know, it takes time for it takes time to build relationships. Yeah, I would po- I would piggyback on that and say if someone has a tell if someone says they have a million dollar book of business, but they're out looking for work, you've got to question what that <laughs> book of business is worth. So, Jerry, thanks again for coming in. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. This was awesome, and uh, I invite everyone to go check out Bidright. And we'll see you next week. Thanks again for coming to the Claim Clinic. This week's episode was brought to you by the 24-Hour Tech. If you want to increase your water damage profits, systemize your mitigation process, and decrease the time it takes to train a new water damage technician to just one day, you owe it to yourself to pick up a copy of the 24-Hour Tech. This manual through 20 steps will walk you through the processes of making more money and reducing your training time drastically. You can find it at the24hourtech.com. That's the24hourtech.com. See you next week.